Hi, welcome to Game Goes Podcast, a podcast where we talk about video games and whatever the hell else we feel like talking about. I am Hey Bit Hero. I'm Sonarith. How's it going, everybody? Thanks for listening. Thanks this, for tuning in. This has been a crazy week. Uh, Destiny 2 came out, and I've been playing that nonstop. I finally tried a From Software game. How, how do you like it? Yeah, I'll talk about it more later. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, been watching anything? Yes, I've been watching movies. Movie. A movie called It. The new one that came out, it's actually really good. Feels like Stand By Me with the Killer Clown. Yeah, I knew about the Killer Clown. Obviously, it's it. But this movie really focuses on like the more like he, the people and the kids and the relationships that they have, and it, it oh, man, it's a really good movie. Good stuff. Yes, can't wait for the potentially next part. Oh, okay. They left it open for a sequel. Well, in the original miniseries and in the book, there's the child part of the story and then when they grow up then come back i forget I, I forget constantly about the book but okay uh and so this is just focused completely on the on the kids so then they make the pact we'll come back if it ever does return and that's ah yeah that's I and like every that's hollywood spoilers. evil it will yeah <laughs> uh have you been uh did you watch uh, rick and morty yes oh my god this last episode was uh intense insane it's like they're, they're, damn it. It's just so, I love the commentary that they're using the, uh, the way that they, they're, they're, they're just the, the way they do the pop culture thing. Every show does that. Every show <laughs> does some pop culture referencing at some point. Or, yeah. But the way they're doing this with the political, uh, uh, uh. Slant. Yeah. Just the, the whole, the, the way things are going with the whole statues of confederacy being taken down oh, and yeah. this white supremacy stuff and all that uh, it, they're doing a really great job of making a hilarious show that is still also providing a very serious commentary that people need to think about and talk about you know and it's not heavy-handed i don't think well first time i saw it like i just enjoyed it for what it was but then you mentioned the whole race thing i was like oh yeah that actually fits <laughs> yeah no what well, like i saw it immediately and i'm like and I immediately saw the analogous between, you know, when you're in a group with people and, or how do I say this without sounding super bad or racist? No, you, you can use it casually in, in a certain context. And sometimes that word. It was their word. It's not always available for other people. Yeah. It it seemed like all G's was supposed to be, uh, uh, the Morty's, the word of the Morty's. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the best way to say it. Yeah. Um, no, the episode overall was great, and if you haven't been catching up, each season's only like 10 or so episodes. It, Which kind of sucks, <laughs> but... It does, because it's not enough, but it's also easier saying, yeah. to catch up on if you haven't, and it's really good. The first episode takes a minute to get into, I think. That's the one that was like kind of hard for me to like really enjoy right away. Yeah, they did a lot of the stuff. They still stuck to the original like character that they wanted to make Rick to be, yeah. which was maybe a little bit too extreme for a regular audience. I don't know if it's even that. It's just like in the first episode when he shoots the bug and he's like, I thought they were robots. He's like, no, they're just bureaucrats. I, you know, I hate authority. Like, right. That's like when it clicked for me. Like, I'm like, okay, this show is hilarious and funny. Oh, yeah. Everything else is kind of funny, but it, like that's when I just lost it. That's what you mean. Um, I thought I thought you were talking about more like how uh, Rick is still drooling, burping constantly. I had no problem with that. Like when Morty falls off the cliff using the gravity boots, he's like, you have to turn yeah. him on first. Like, yeah, all <laughs> of that. <laughs> all, just... the, all the like way more like original uh themes i guess that they'd like doing where they took uh they took they would take like pain 
they really extended the hell out of that scene. Yeah. Of him just sitting there in like pain. Writhing on the floor with his and, legs in like three different angles. Yeah, and like I'm saying, like of Rick's face constantly had the drool right there the whole time. And they were they would do that derpy face, you know, with the lips almost constantly throughout the episode. And they were they got rid of like a lot of that stuff right away. Yeah. Still good though. Watch it. It's funny, I promise. Uh that and Bojack Horseman. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know, but if, the whole season was out like a while ago, right? But it just came out like three days ago. Oh, all right, cool. Well, then I've been catching up, and oh, damn, I'm on episode three, three yeah, of season four, and it's just damn amazing. If you haven't given Bojack Horseman a try, you guys very much should. That's another show that's kind of funny at first, but then in, like the third episode, it like just takes off and is uh, and it doesn't ever land. It's really, really good. It just keeps getting more and more amazing, and then. Just when you think that a show about a drinking alcoholic horse who's like abusive with his uh, relationships, horse man, I'm sorry, Bojack Horseman, yeah. (laughs) Just when you think that it's going to only start getting funnier, that it can't get serious anymore, like they really hit you with some emotional stuff. Yeah, it's it's great. On to the video game news. We got a pretty busy week, or we've had a busy week. Um, Okami HD has been announced to be re releasing. On the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Very excited. This game looked gorgeous on the PS2, the two consoles ago. Yeah. And uh, they released it on the Wii, and, and I think it lost some of its charm there, but... um, I can't believe it's not coming to the Switch. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Although maybe... I I don't know. I it's know. an old game that's getting an HD remake. I'm pretty sure the Switch can take it. Yeah. You know? It, yeah. The game looks gorgeous from the screenshots I've seen, um, and it's it's going to be 20 bucks. Which you like? It's a huge game. Feels like Zelda, as far as like the dungeons, and it's twenty dollars. Like I don't see any reason not to purchase this game. Yeah, I'm glad it's on a something newish for me, and it's gonna be on um, like in HD, something reliable I can play on and stream well. Actually, I've tried to do this game twice before. Oh. Neither time did I do it really all that successfully, and then on top of that, it was like. I did it on the Wii, which the gameplay with the brush, I get how that could be better. But also, I don't know. It just didn't seem... I want I want a regular control on that thing. I yeah. first tried it at your place a long ass time ago on PS2. Yeah. And that was fun as hell. I don't remember it being as... There was nothing wrong with it. I just... I guess I didn't get as hooked playing on the Wii. I'd like to play it on in HD and on like a regular standard control. I think that would be great. Yeah, the game was amazing. Twenty bucks, you can't beat that price. Yeah, I mean, you could literally, but twenty bucks is a damn good price to pay for such a good game. That like, what the first time I played, it's like, it's, I've done everything in Zelda here, but this is doing everything. I feel either smoother or better, or even just walking, it leaves like little flowers. Yeah, it, the nice little flourishes that they leave, and you don't have to like earn it all like yeah like you just it, it's gonna look pretty as hell just for the hell of looking pretty as hell i don't know it was that was pretty nice yeah the game's amazing um reggie of nintendo reggie fizame says don't pay more than 80 dollars for an snes classic indeed thanks reggie no but seriously he um he said that production production on the snes classic is going to be dramatically increased or has been he he specifically says, do not buy from a scalper who's going to be charging you like 160 for this thing. Yeah. I'm hoping this is true. Like, I, I want to be able to walk into a Best Buy and see like two or three of them. Yeah, right? Like, I want to see them stocked as much as any any other item that, you know, 
yeah. plenty for everybody who's actually interested in it. Not, you know, some crazy, weird rarity of them for some reason, the, like a scarcity. It's like the demand is here. How are you not meeting it? Or how are you not the, attempting to? They but... specifically stopped production on the NES Classic last year so that they could meet demands this year for this okay, one. Okay, nice. Um, but speaking of the NES, the NES Classic, actually, they're bringing that back next year. Okay. Which, if you don't have one yet, uh, and you don't want to pay 500 bucks to somebody who's selling one, like, this is your chance. Um, I'm hoping that they're going to, like, between the people who already have one and the people who have no interest in this, I'm hoping there's enough for everybody else who who still hasn't had gotten one yet to be able to, to buy one now. Um, I didn't get one at the time, and I think Final Fantasy 1 and 2 are on there. Yeah. Uh, I would love to play those games again on top of just, like, Super Mario, the original stuff. I just have always had other means of playing these games in one way or another. I mean, like, emulators have been out there for effing ever. And sure, yeah, I have a copy of every one of these games that I've ever played. But, yeah, like, uh, I never saw the big old deal in these. It's a nice collectible. I think it's because it's a small, it's a cute thing. It's a small NES. It's convenient. All you have to do is hook it up and you have all those games now. Right. As opposed to, like, maybe an emulator or on the virtual console, you'd have to, like, you know, dig through some stuff to I get can to put it. that stuff on my phone. <laughs> but I do see the appeal. I can understand the appeal behind, you know, having a chibi version of a nice console right there. Yeah. Just for posterity. Even, yeah, even if you stop playing it, like, it's still just, it's a cool thing A nice thing little, yeah. Uh, um, what do you call that? Looking piece? C- centerpiece? A centerpiece. I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but even, you know... It sucks when a bunch of people are taking advantage of it, like they did with the uh, some of the uh, better, more popular me's. Like I think Rosalina. Oh my god! Some dude, some dude didn't like Rosalina, and so bought all of them. Maybe I'm wrong with the specific I me. I think I saw a pyramid of them. It, uh, and I'm picture. talking about an amiibo. I'm sorry, not me's, but yeah, a specific amiibo. Some guy really didn't like a particular a particular character. It was Peach or Rosalina. Uh, he bought each and every one that he could of them, and then hike the price up like crazy and then you know it's not like he can't get away with it it's literally supply and demand so whatever yeah he was it he was within his he was in his right and it was kind of weird and ironic that it all worked out for him anyways his hatred for this character did end up netting him a lot of money yeah that's, um uh... <clears throat> so i guess that you know trying to prevent that because nintendo did get a lot of backlash for not doing anything but also it's like what can we do we're not he bought them, and now that's it. That's that's as far as we can do anything with, you know? It's not yeah. like a copyright thing, like they're making stuff off of it, uh, making creative things off of it. No, he's just buying and then reselling. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, hopefully this all works out for Nintendo. I want to see an SNES in my, room, in my room, along with the NES Classic. I did buy one once, but it was for a gift for my brother's godson, so. Mm. Uh, How was it difficult to get your hands on that one? He had to wait in line. Then he gave me a little ticket that, like, you know, present this and you. This is your. Oh, okay, cool. So he, yeah, he just had to wait in line. I don't think he went. I think he went to line up the morning of. Okay. But you know, every case is gonna differ. Right. Steam is in the uh, Malaysian headlines a little bit. Yeah, they got they got removed from Malaysia entirely, right? Yes, the game was the fight of the gods. Which, as you can tell, uh, you fight using gods. Mm-hmm. Developer Cube, P-Cube said they didn't really intend any like religious agenda. It was kind of just them poking fun at like It's like Smite. 
Okay. I, I mean, they're, they're I just The yeah. characters are just, you know, happen to be the characters. That's yeah. the theme of it. I feel like maybe Smite puts a little more, like, effort into being considerate about it. But this game is just, you can be Buddha or Zeus or Jesus and fight. Mm-hmm. And uh, Malaysia didn't really uh, like that too much. Yeah, they didn't take kindly to that idea. There are local laws in Malaysia that prevent this sort of thing from being accessible. So... The game was banned, and then as a result, all of Steam was banned in Malaysia. Yeah, I I don't know, but I wonder what the original intent was. Did they mean to get rid of an entire marketplace? Like, did were they that upset by this, or was somebody uh, maybe just uh, an oversight in trying to take care of this through their bureaucracy? You know, uh, I feel like maybe a government doesn't quite have a firm grasp, maybe on what Steam is. Right. So they just see the game being unlawful and then the the perpetrator being steam like right so they just kind of like okay all this needs to go away and okay like, oh, whoa, whoa, all right whoa, 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 whoa. like steam has now taken the game down in malaysia so the store is back up on on in in that country right but like good. last week the entire store was down in malaysia for every for everybody in malaysia yes so it's crazy that was a little bit upsetting for for those guys uh it ended well though i mean Steam's back up, except for uh, the game is not available. But now we're talking about Fight of the Gods. They got a bunch of free press. Yeah. Um, Through no fault of their own, too. It's not like they were trying to be exploited. The most, yeah. ex- the most quote-unquote exploitative thing here it's, is it's the not subject like, matter. But it's, it's not like Jesus won every game he was in. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. not like, yeah, it, it, they weren't overpowered. Like, oh, you pick Jesus, you automatically win. It's like, then I was like, well, okay, hold on. <laughs> okay, I think this is a little more than commentary now. <laughs> yeah. But uh, all's well that ends well, I guess. Um, Arms is getting a big update. Not big, actually. You know what? I should say an important update. I think half of it is really big, and then the other half is, you know, just something that should have been there since the get-go. Yes. Okay, yeah. Lola. They're adding the ability to remap controls. And I know right. you specifically are going to go crazy. Yeah, that was, I, I was, like, starting to get really angry and, like, even ragey. Because I keep accidentally triggering the... Um, Triggered. I, I, I don't remember what yeah. word even, or what it, what it's called, but that's... Rush? That, that ultra, the rush. I keep accidentally triggering the rush just because my finger's too fat to stay only on one of those shoulder buttons. The way the shoulder buttons are made, like, it's hard to push one and not nudge the other one, so that yeah. if you put enough pressure, it will accidentally If I try to... I, I use regular control style for to play arms... So if I'm trying to punch with my right hand and I hit the ZR, the first knuckle on my finger, it's not even that far down, but like the first knuckle will press lightly even on the regular R button, which curves all the way down on the right side of it on the shoulder. And that the, the however much pressure I'm using, that, that that's enough to trigger the 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 rush. Yeah. And it's been really upsetting because that will be I'll be saving it, and it looks like that's my saving grace. And half the time, I don't, I don't realize, like, oh, crap, I've accidentally pressed the button in the middle of some other attack. I'm not prepared to use it. I have no improv at the moment because it's surprising me just as much as I guess it won't be surprising the other guy. He's just sitting there waiting for any other attack when he sees it's a rush and he's already ready to, to wow. dodge. Yeah, I, get, I just waste my rush and then, you know, kind of just nail coffins there. Yeah. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I'm glad that they're doing that. Um, specifically because, like, when even I use the motion controls and to switch targets, you have to push, like, the face buttons. Which okay. Which isn't super comfortable. That doesn't seem intuitive. Yeah, I don't know how I would change it so that it, that's not an issue, but I'm sure I can figure something out. I don't think all four buttons are used on thumbs up, is it? 
but the the L, the R, the ZL, and the ZR? Uh, ZL and ZR, I believe, are to activate super. L and R for jumping and dodging. Well, never mind. Yeah. Well, I I, I know that uh, for my remap, I'm definitely gonna put one of the face buttons is going to be the uh the rush uh, uh, like engage, and I don't think I'm gonna put anything on the R shoulder. Just I mean, leave you could that just on a sign. Those punching. Maybe, but I'd rather not just like have them do nothing instead. Mm, yeah. I wouldn't I don't ever want to accidentally press a button. Yeah, that's the worst <laughs> thing. Uh the update's also gonna bring Lola Pop and her uh clown market stage. Yeah, that's that's the big deal. I think that's a big deal. That is, yeah. The the new character, Lola Pop, we talked about her before. She's a clown. She is a She's clown, like a right? French clown, yeah. French clown. I don't Mime even? Cirque no, Soleil definitely kind of definitely thing. clown. Puffy pants and everything. Yeah. yeah. She like one of her first weapons are that they show her main weapons is nunchucks. And she has some other. She has like a stamp. A shield. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Oh, she and has the stamp. The triple. She stamp. has a. She has a shield that she can use that looks like the lollipops, right? It looks like clear plastic or something, and then it opens up and is like te- technologically. It's got a different crazy. spin to it than um than helixes. Than shield. helixes, and then yeah, she's got the triple rocket thing that'll stamp you with, and, and like kind of like the blorb will will ink your your screen your screen these stamps will do the same thing as well yeah i'm pretty excited to try her out i wonder what the nunchucks are gonna play like yeah those are they look kind of weird i don't know if they're curvy weapons or what their deal is that'd be kind of crazy if there was an arcing weapon that would go over stuff i don't know that would be cool oh wait the blobs do remember we found that out they jump you can you can give them hang time and everything awesome looking forward to that destiny 2 is awesome that came out on to wednesday right (laughs) i played it on wednesday a lot of people started playing it Tuesday night at nine when the servers went live, but uh, I had to wait till I was out of work. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. the uh, we're talking about it today because the first expansion was leaked, uh, like probably Friday or Saturday, which is right after the game came out. Uh, so Bungie decided to go ahead and just announce the new the first expansion uh, it, on the um, the game. It has one of those little cards in the booklet or whatever, or not a booklet, but in the, in the box that says like you can buy this expansion pass. Here's like the icons that will represent what each expansion is okay so the first one was a sun which has always been associated with osiris in the first game so it turns out the first expansion is going to be called the curse of osiris he's a warlock who like got too in deep with like researching the enemy and kind of like just went off and went crazy um okay so it's gonna center on him and apparently the your leader if you're a warlock your leader is no is named ikora ray She's his greatest student, uh, according to the press release. Okay. So I think we're going to explore that relationship between the two of them. It says something about jumping through time, so there might be some... Is she supposed to be showing signs of going crazy? Like she's going to start corrupting? She seems okay so far. Okay. He just really got into the research of time travel. That's probably specifically a him thing. Yeah, I think that she... I'm hoping we bring him back, though, and repair their relationship. Because I guess at some point... This put a strain on this on okay. their, on their relationship. He's studying the Vex, which are like time traveling machines. So I think we're probably gonna hopefully see some time travel that doesn't mess with the continuity a whole lot. <laughs> you said time travel and and introduce the idea of stable continuity. Yeah, the, <laughs> there's already been some messing with that in the first game, but then that hasn't been mentioned at all in the second one so far. So maybe we'll see something about that. Now I'm assuming it's gonna come out in December or January. Uh, they haven't mentioned a raid, but I hope there is one. And we're also going to be able to explore Mercury, which so far has been relegated to either multiplayer maps or if you were able to beat the Trials of Osiris in the first game, which is a multiplayer, 
you would uh you would get to visit something called the lighthouse which is like only for people that won nine matches in a row and didn't lose a single one it was like a prestigious so, thing yeah a nice fancy clubhouse yes but you only Jerks. get it for the week until the thing resets which kind of sucks oh but, um, okay yeah and they would have a treasure chest full of like really good loot that like that was another example a reward nice that's yeah. pretty cool uh trials of the nine is a new thing that's going live on friday and uh, so I don't know if there's going to do anything for this, but I'm excited for it. Uh, the game is constantly growing and evolving and it's just come out, but I'm already like a really high level waiting for the raid to come out. Cannot wait for this and just the future of Destiny in general. Very exciting. So the South Park sequel to uh, Stick of Truth, Fractured But Whole, got a couple of, uh, I guess, feature reveals uh, lately Yeah, that are... Some of them, I, I don't know. I have, I know there's a lot of mixed feelings out there. They're definitely kind of offensive, but also I feel as South Park always being something that comments on our current situation politically and uh, socially, these are, I feel they, they are right in tune with the, the rest of their subject matter. It I, turns, go ahead. I feel like that they're offensive sometimes, but it's never for the sake of just being offensive. Of just being offensive. They're not going, they are not a shock show. They are definitely originally, trying to show. Originally, I think they were. Maybe originally. Uh, and I, I honestly, those episodes, like, I don't, I'm not crazy about. But right, the newer right. stuff, especially when. They definitely like, grew and used the medium that they had available to them to, I feel they're showing that. To make a point, yeah. Yeah. And, like, it turns out that uh, one of the features of the game is that by selecting to make your character darker it actually correlates to the game's difficulty so there's specifically uh is it cartman that that is telling you this narrates yeah like he narrates to you this bit where he tells you it's not going to make combat specifically harder but just every other aspect of your life which is sad but i think but exactly i mean i'm my my freaking different social media outlets the, the the various uh, pages they're all filled up with all sorts of things you know saying biases about this stuff and then just like only so much of it i can read before i don't believe it or anything and it's not like i never did i've seen it happen before and you know it's kind of terrible i like like when you realize you've been subjected your or you've subjected yourself to it and it's like or i even need to when think you, outside of that like that's not all right when you're on the other end of it like and not and it really even thinking you? about it no like like oh okay if you, you because, just yeah, assume something about somebody because of the color of their skin you're like right well, you have to do a double taking like that. That was awful. That's like, not I a can't good believe thought. I, yeah. I shouldn't have immediately assumed that. Exactly. And the, I don't know. This game just kind of brings that. I feel like it brings it to light. And, you know, it's in a game. I feel like it's kind of okay for people playing this game to also have that. Because it's not going to be for this is not a children's game at oh, all. No. You know, it's South Park. If you're giving this to your kid, you're. You're the problem. You're Yeah, you literally. <laughs> um, uh, I, I have not seen anybody upset about this. I, I mean, they're just the general, like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're saying this, or I can't believe they're doing this. Oh, my God, this is kind of racist, just because you're bringing Even attention that, like, to it. Um, everything I've seen has been like, wow, good on them. Like, this is a good, cool, a nice way of showing, like, this May- is how... Bringing, bringing light to such a situation. Yeah, like, just because it doesn't happen to you doesn't mean it doesn't happen to everybody. Like, saying, right. like, I played Evil Within on the easiest difficulty, and I had a hard time... I can't imagine how somebody playing on Nightmare or I think it's called the Kuma or Asuma mode. Okay. Um, All right. And this is kind of... How that was for them. And that's, yeah. that's applied to real life. That's how it is with skin color. It Some sucks because, I mean, that is so light. You know, it's, it's only in a game. It can't compare to someone's actual experience with life. Yeah. But, yeah, I get what, you, what you're what you saying there. 
The only issue I have with this, though, is if you want to make the character that is you. Right. Now it's just harder on top of that. Like, if you are a person of color, you're like, I want to make me. And now it's a harder game for you. You're right. I, I'm I'm hoping that there conversely, is a way to... Conversely, I want to experience that as well, but now I can't make me without also making me black. I'm, I'm I hoping, think I'm doing blackface now. I hope there's a way to dissociate the difficulty from the skin color just so that I can make a character that looks like me. Like anything. And then pick the difficulty that I think is... Right. Maybe after a first playthrough, that'd be kind of cool. I really do like the yeah. idea of that not being an option ever. Of it actually really sticking to yeah. its guns with that. It's also... Um, there uh, a couple of like new things for for gender as far as uh options and availabilities you got male you have female you have other and as well you can also choose to play a cis uh cisgender or transgender yeah if you do happen to go with anything that isn't just a, a straight male the White second male, time I around think. yeah they, Mr. Mackey apparently retcons the whole thing with a quick call to your parents and clearing up a misunderstanding. Oh, so they weren't a boy. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it was a transgender girl the whole time. Okay. That makes sense. Thank you. Bye. All right. Okay. And now Stick of Truth is, is retcon uh, based on Yeah. It was, it was a real quick little thing there. Kind of weird that they didn't have that at first because they do have a couple of female uh, characters in that I game. I think I'm surprised that the first game was as as good as it was. At all. Yeah, like so even... I think maybe this was like, okay, now that the game actually has some weight to it, let's go and make it a little more inclusive or, or you know. The best thing about I, I feel about these two games is uh, spe- is knowing how much control apparently uh, Matt and Trey Parker themselves have over the quality of the game and how the lines are all being delivered. They, I think they're very much aware of their past of South Park games. And before these two, I don't think there's a game worth talking about in the South Park line of games. Yeah. Uh, Stick of Truth, I was very much expecting just an okay okay to absolute garbage game. Yeah. And what I came out with was an absolutely legitimate video game experience that every time it had a cinematic, felt like I was watching a chunk of an episode and was delivered. They they, they have the... Timing? You can see that, that, that... in the dialogue, they don't have the awkward pauses that so many other quote-unquote comedic games are plagued with just because apparently nobody knows how, like, to go sit there, watch it play back, you know? Actually watch it play back the way it was put in by the animators and the yeah. guys who don't know what the hell is actually, you know, what 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 all this comedic timing is, and then fix it. It seems like these guys actually did that, and they have a grasp and handle on how to do a story-driven episodic thing like they would any other episode for themselves and kind of branch out the different various possibilities to turn it into like you know the base of a subquest or a series of subquests yeah and they've they're they're they seem to be one of the only guys i've ever seen who have a cartoon and were actually involved in a video game and seem to know what a game should end up with at the end of it yeah i don't know if you remember in the last game there were some scenes that I guess were censored overseas. Right. They could not the... be shown. I think Italy, uh, Australia. Yeah. And so they even like made custom censorship screens. I think right. one of them was like Michelangelo's David was crying. Saying, like, <laughs> Due to the Italian censorship, we can't show you this to you. Yeah. And then over in uh, Australia, I think it was a koala crying. Co- uh, no, koala? Koala. I koala. I koala, koala yeah. It um, was it was the bear thing. I was I think I was gonna call it by the wrong name. I think I was just gonna call it a marsupial. Oh no, yeah, no. <laughs> um on top of that, well I, my question is like I'm wondering 
how is the game going to change? It changes based on your, your skin color. I'm wondering if female, cis, trans, other, is that going to change stuff too? Or is it just going to be the pronouns that are different? I would hope that it does. I could imagine that if they're going to do anything with relationships, like if you're going to have factions or anything in this game, maybe, maybe I'm talking completely out of my ass. I don't know. But I could imagine that if they're expanding on the last one, that that's going to be something that involved, that it's involved here. And it, like, like it says, it doesn't necessarily make combat harder, just every other aspect of your life. I could, yeah. admit, like, that That furthers my my wild-ass guess that, yeah, maybe maybe something with the different factions in the in the game are actually going to have something to do with what kind of character you decide to be and how you align yourself. Yeah. Almost like good and bad would in any other game. Okay. Instead, your social standing is, gonna, is yeah. going to be uh, the, the morality, I guess. Uh, but, yeah. I still haven't even played Stick of Truth, though. I really want to you need to play stick of truth it you know it doesn't do anything new or amazing everything it does is just solid yeah but it is still like i said just a goddamn well-delivered south park experience into an interactive like medium and it's and it's legitimately hilarious there's just points where you might put down the 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 control to laugh just for a little bit you know it's pretty awesome i'm hope. well i'm wondering if it's gonna get a current gen re-release Jesus, just some i'm thinking of some of the one of okay one of the the main ability instead of the being the dragonborn who controls shouts yeah you are a guy who can control your farts your the, the oh, gases which okay. you secrete you have some weird ability over so that's your that's why you're dova king in this one and uh or how like you um there's there's you when you're using your fart ability there's one that will just make a squeak and it's meant to uh distract enemies not enemies necessarily but people so that then you can get by security and stuff like that okay like- they, you distract them they go investigate the noise and you slip by so they have random lines and just the one that always got me is one security guard like an mp a military police guns and everything have the squeak go off off in the distance and you just Nicki minaj is that you <laughs> like what the Okay, because <laughs> it's otherwise completely silence. No, no lines of dialogue Sweet. because you're doing a stealth puzzle. Yeah, and then out of nowhere you hear Nicki Minaj, and then he goes off to investigate. <laughs> I think I heard Nicki Minaj somewhere. Something like um, that. <laughs> all right, so yeah, I I, I got to play this one, and then also I think this is just a direct sequel to it. So I mean, you're playing the same kid. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. I want to catch up on that. I'm hoping that they do a re-release somehow. Or, you know, uh, mm-hmm. we'll see. Fortnite is in the, uh, they've announced that they're getting a Battle Royale mode, or I'm just going to call it PUBG mode, just because that is the most popular one right now. That's essentially what it is now. That's releasing September 26th, uh, and you're going to be able to fight 100 people, or 99 other people, I guess, uh, in your journey to be the best and get a chicken dinner, or I guess in this case it'll be like a turkey lunch. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Turkey lunch, Actually, you know, PUBG got, like, they broke a million concurrent users. Nice. Yeah, that game is... On its way I, to, I think it it's passing Dota, it's passing CS:GO. Gonna get that later today. Yeah, yeah I need to great. try it. It's it's fun. Um, speaking of fun, La Noire, that uh, game where you're playing as a 1950s detective. I like to call that game Face Vestigator. Sure, because of the face technology in it. Mm-hmm. Actually, I really want to see that technology used with like a heavy rain game. I want to see it just used more. Yeah. At all. Um, even in even in games that don't 
necessarily use like Focus a super realistic like i want to see characters that were animated like knack or drawn mm. drawn like knack characters were but with the expression and i want to see those expressions being used there i, I want to see like a cartoonish or not so realistic more stylized uh uh version of characters i want to see that whole questioning and facial dialogue engine be used in something like that yeah uh it's coming to the Switch, the PS4, Xbox One, and Virtual Reality, and the HTC Vive, I believe. Uh, the HTC Vive is going to have, like, seven cases from the game specifically reworked to work in... I was uh, about to ask, is it the same thing, or are they going to change it up? I think That's... it's like a showcase kind of thing. Cool. Um, PS4 and Xbox One are, of course, going to have better graphics, uh, 4K support and all that. And the Switch version is going to have some um, gesture-based controls, some H- HD rumble on the, on the Joy-Cons and gyroscopic controls. Uh, It'll probably look the same as it did on the PS3, which I don't have a problem with. The game was fun, especially like just investigating stuff and seeing if you could piece together what actually happened, because I think there is... You can fail a case. You can... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I had some, I guess, disagreements with what I thought were tells and were not tells in the game, so sometimes I felt like I had to... uh, some, Some bits were sometimes trial and error, but for the most part, it was still amazing to see like, oh, okay, no, he smirked right there when he said that. Just like, just like anybody else would if they were lying. <laughs> and this then person you press was it. nervous. You can tell that they are nervous because yeah. of the way they're like biting their lip or looking off to the side. The game looked great. Unfortunately, the Switch version, the Switch physical version is going to be, I think, 60 bucks. The rest of the versions are going to be 50, including yeah, the Switch Yeah, so digital, digital. yeah. Uh, apparently, the proprietary cartridge card that the Switch uses uh, is, is raising yeah. costs on some games. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad the digital version is less. Yes, indeed. That yeah. there's like, whoa, what reason do you have to release this? I don't know how many year old game. It's not like super old or nothing, but like, still. And whatever. especially when we announced that um, Okami is coming out for twenty bucks. Like, like, what possible reason could you guys have for coming out with this at full price? But yeah, that's good. That's I guess. As long as because it's digital, it's less. That's okay, I guess. Yeah, I mean the fifty bucks. I mean they're adding four K support. They're making the game just look a lot prettier. They're adding HD. Well, they're not. It's not the exact same thing that they're spitting out. Yeah, and then 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 the Switch version is adding the gyroscopic controls, which would I'm a fan of, uh, and then HD rumble and gesture based control. So it's not just that they're just here, just copy paste release it. You know. Right. Um. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I enjoyed it a lot. I, I stopped playing it for a bit, and then I couldn't get back into it, unfortunately, just because it broke the momentum. It, yeah, it is kind of hard to have that one of the to let this game be one of those that you try to come back to. Very difficult. It's it, extremely important that like you pay attention closely to the story beats that are happening, and then on top of that, like it's not. It's, it just isn't a game you want to have any any breaks in between. Yeah, and it's, it's it sucks now because of movies getting bigger and bigger, or games getting bigger and bigger, I'm sorry. They're like movies where you're not going to pause Inception an hour in and then come back to it three weeks later. But right. Finally, I can pick up where I left off. You might like start the beginning and be like, okay, and then skip ahead a few minutes and then skip ahead. You don't have that option with games. And I really wish, I know Pokemon, I think Pearl and Diamond had it. So if you stop playing for like two weeks, when you come back, each day it has like a journal like you did this this day you did this this oh, day oh all right day. so now you're like okay this is what i was doing and now i remember what i was trying to do nice yeah damn um, i can remember i i could imagine that if you're just going back through it and as you read it remembering like piecing it back together like i could imagine that just puts you right back on track right after yeah and, and probably even i i think it, i saw this note i noticed this after the story uh-huh. but i'm sure i'm assuming during the story it would tell you like you just saved ecrutic city from so and so 
now you're off you're off to do this uh i would love to see that feature because like prey final fantasy 15 la noir like all games that i enjoyed but they're super hard to get back into and then i don't want to have to start over again just to, right to, to to enjoy the game again that's just a personal gripe yeah <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm sure a lot of people have this problem. Like I said, games are now like movies and you can't just walk away from that for. Yeah. For too long without, without completely ruining what you worked up to. It's not like the pro it's not like the progress is gone. Yeah. You saved it, but like you don't momentum. You're right. Just in in a word, like you don't have it anymore. I think that's why I enjoy (laughs) games like, uh, walking dead or the telltale series. They say here's last, like they're small bite-sized chunks. And on top of that, they have last time and next time. Yeah, they'll refresh your memory. They they got the before, next time on, and all that. It's delivered. It is. It knows that you might take breaks. Yeah. And so it's ready to grab you and let you know and remind you of where you were. Whereas not all games, like you know what we're talking about now, they're not all set up for that. Yeah, like I would love to see uh, Persona Five do like this is last time on Persona Five. Here's a quick recap of the main story beats and then what you did the last time you were playing. Right. Um. Anyway, that's just yeah. Uh, my in a minor news, Jap Japan. I was gonna say Japan, like Japan. <laughs> Japan. Jap- Japanese. There was a Japanese Splatfest. Uh, you could pick between McNuggets and French fries. A Neponian Ink Party. Anyway. <laughs> uh. There's Splatfesting, yeah, it was Chicken McNuggets from McDonald's and their French fries. Yeah, it was McDonald's Chicken Nuggets. Which are a big deal over there, uh, apparently. Um, French fries took the vote, the popular vote, by like a long shot. I think it was like 70-30. Okay. But then McNuggets ended up edging out in the other two uh, categories. Has that not been the case for every American Splatfest as well? I know it was for the uh, for the mayo, mayo ketchup. ketchup mayo had a way lower turnout than ketchup did, but they took a greater percentage of wins. Yes. Um, I don't know if it was that way for the flight. The same because, thing happened really? for there was a, a minority on flight. Was and flight, flight um, marinas it. or pearls? Pearls. You're <laughs> shaking your head in victory. Yeah, like people are just picking marina because it's marina. <laughs> I, I really, I can't wait for them people to just get over it and pick whatever they think is. I'm picking. I'm picking marina because I don't like. I like those powers anyway. So so far it has coincided that you like the ones. Yeah, and, and then but on top of that, like people are it's like, like, "All right, oh, cool. I'd rather fly, but I'm gonna pick marina because she's my bay." Like, okay, I got you. I got you. I, I don't know. She I mean, just, you know what? You know I what? do also think that she's the hotter of the two, but. <laughs> That's a coincidence. She happens right. to be aligning with all the other stuff I like, which only means that she's my true bae. Okay, but obviously Pearl's the waifu for laifu. Um, on to other news. <sighs> we played Bloodborne and Outlast and Destiny. What do you want to talk about first? I don't know because they were all... Let's see. So, Bloodborne. All right, Bloodborne it is. First time I ever played it. First time I played any of these From Software, Dark Souls, Demon Souls type games. I have a very, like, I didn't play the first Dark Souls when those got out, and that's when it started getting big, I think, at least that's when I started knowing about it. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at it, and I disliked everything visually about it. I never liked the way it looked. I never was impressed with the graphics. You don't like the medieval setting? Uh, no, the medieval, the fantasy medieval setting is fine by me. Okay. So, like, like the, the that's never... The setting itself, settings themselves are never really a thing for me. It's always how they're delivered. And I did not like these weird, grim, dark, 
Like, there's absolutely nothing about this game that makes me want to, like, I don't want to live a single damn moment in that world there. Yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> uh, like, like, and th that's not because of the big dangers. I would happily take uh, on freaking Mega Man's, you know, robot armor and live out a day there. Everything looks crazy bright, hectic, nuts. Music this is, is nice. <laughs> everything here is dreary, and everybody speaks to you in this weird English accent that... Even though the game's from Japan and no one's from America, who knows why they have this weird accent from Europe? Oh, like I don't, <laughs> I don't get any of the of the aesthetic. Yeah. Um, I don't understand how it got appealing at all. I remember people would uh for uh maybe it was the exact point before Dark Souls came out to about the last day Nintendo made an effing game. Nintendo hard was not a good thing. Suddenly, Demon Souls come out, oh, and the one word they use to describe this stupid—I think it's all—I do not like this game. I'm gonna try play it more, but so far, I do not like the series or how the way that I do not like this genre that has come out of it. But like, it's just—it is—it suddenly became Nintendo hard, and that suddenly became a good thing, synonymous with this. I don't know. I feel it's just a weird addiction thing going on. The risk reward thing. I think it's the nostalgia. I don't think it's a nostalgia. Well, it's, I don't like, think there's a nostalgia you know, behind it because they, there are 13, 14-year-olds who love the hell out of this game who didn't touch an NES and don't have that nostalgia. There, um, are, there are adults who barely touched their NESs and didn't like their NESs because of that and still will love this game because it's Nintendo hard all of a sudden. I don't... There's not nostalgia. <laughs> well, okay. So I think, I think part of it... I, I still think it's nostalgia. I think people remember playing those old games. Mm -hmm. They remember having fun. They yeah. remember dying a lot. They don't remember the frustration of dying a lot. I think yeah. they associated, oh, this game was difficult, but beating it was very satisfying. And I think that's what they're remembering. As for the younger people, I feel like they're learning that just because it's hard doesn't mean that it's bad. I think that they're kind of not getting swept up with the hype, but they're 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 learning that same kind of way to enjoy it. Where like I don't mind dying over and over and over again because when I finally do get through it, hell yeah, that was awesome and i finally beat what i thought was impossible initially mm -hmm. i think it's just the mindset i i don't think that you're wrong to dislike it right i just uh having played bloodborne myself a little bit i it was frustrating um but when i finally beat it like it was just the best feeling in the world yeah i like i mean it felt it felt good, but not so much in the uh, victorious way to get, you know, past or to a new checkpoint that led me back easily to the whole, like, to the, 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 yeah, to shortcut back to the, not the campfire on this one, but instead in Bloodborne, they are lampposts, right? I think so, yeah. It's a little hand holding a lamppost instead of a fire pit in all the other Dark Souls games. Yeah. And that'll take you back to the Hunter's Dream or Realm, I whatever. I Hunter's Dream, that sounds right. And, yeah, the game... Like, yeah, it's got the tried and true Dark Souls thing to it. There's a bunch, there's enemies, they'll respond if you die. You can take them out for uh, blood. Souls. Blood echoes in this oh, one. Okay, yeah. Same, exact same formula. And But it's not like they were, They this is a slightly different take on the Dark Souls, uh, like, genre. franchise, genre. It's faster paced. From the same guys. From Isn't, it, it's from, from software. So... Yeah, it's slightly more, it's slightly uh, faster paced. And even that, like, it still felt, you know, I, I at least aesthetically and everything, all that, I was more into this one than I, like I was the any of the other games. A lot more. I like the way things look a lot more. They just look a lot more, uh, I don't want to contemporize or modernize, I guess. Just the graphics don't look like they're 
taking from some archaic oh, or an, an antiquated kind of uh, art style or play style. Um, I do like Elder Torah a lot, like Old Gods and Cthulhu and stuff. Uh-huh. I feel like there's a lot of that in this game. Yeah, like definitely. That, people that's... going insane and then trying to kill you. The I think the theme in general is more appealing to me, but that's not what I'm going to say. That doesn't make the game better or worse. Like I said, the presentation yeah. is fine. But I don't know. I just... It's... I this it, it's mostly only frustrating me and even when I get to a new place where it's supposed to make the game easier or if I finally grab some new armor it's not as alleviating to me or relieving as I feel like it should be it's like okay cool I got this run back out and find out it made almost no difference <laughs> or it just even like the shortcuts are a massive thing those are really super important to me but I did not feel I didn't Relief. get any sense of conquest or victory when i got there it's just okay i'm i think i was just anticipating so it, it was that hard to get this one and that's it's this the early. whole game yeah yeah <laughs> and I, I think maybe even more so was just a sense of dread it's like cool i got this next shortcut what's next uh, what's the next shortcut like it's like uh, <clears throat> an evil within where it's like oh my god i just got through that really creepy part but i know the game's not even nearly over and there's going to be a lot more ahead of me yeah with evil within I don't know if you felt that's the dread, but f- was it because you didn't want to keep playing? Was it was it making it you not want to keep no. playing? It was like I am enjoying being forced to feel this way. Right, right. That's cool. I'm not liking this. Like it just you don't feels like the feeling of frustration. Like that this one's generating. No, nah. Maybe <laughs> I've had it before in other games, and like I was doing Resident Evil, which is not at all like as difficult it's throwing ammo and stuff at you all the time but there are points in the game where it does a really good job of making it seem like you're completely powerless and then you still make it through very theatrical right here i'm actually living through a moment that could potentially you know when even when like i said when i do make it through successfully and get maybe to my next shortcut i'm like all right cool it still does not feel good the way it did with everything else like in resident evil and i didn't even Resident Evil was, like I said, a lot more theatrical and cinematic. I don't feel like I did as much in that game. And it still made me feel good. Yeah. Whereas right here in in Bloodborne, I'm taking all the punishment and struggling a lot. And even when I get to my reward, it doesn't... It doesn't feel good. This is not something that I want to continue anymore. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe something will click if you try it again. Maybe, maybe... I mean, you have that itch to try it more, right? The combat does feel... Like the combat itself, playing like with, with like actually killing and fighting enemies, not just killing them, but like fighting the enemies Dodging actually feels them, countering them with a gunshot. And pretty them. damn nice, with the exception of a couple of things like these guys holding torches. Those have been the majority of my deaths. Yeah, is a bunch of dudes holding the, a, a torch and they just kind of lightly flail it in front of them. They don't even aggressively like bash you with them. <laughs> they these dudes are holding a axe. In one hand, a pitchfork in I mean, and the uh, in another, and in the third and then, arm. No, <laughs> but they're holding an axe in one hand, then a uh, a lit torch in the other, and somehow the torch is the way better option. Quicker, it's uh, it's giving them iframes. It's interrupting my frames, and 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 it's taking up like maybe. And with with every like little uh, round that they do of it, so maybe they do like two shakes at you, and if it would hit you all four times, then yeah, that's half your health gone. Ooh. And and yeah, it's in the middle of it. I don't know, dude. There's. I think there's. An I should not for that. be talking about 
a torch at all, let alone for even like what a minute, two minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's that's kind of weird and frustrating. But then, you know, like I, honestly, if you just took away the torches from those guys, I w- I would have felt that this game, the, the the combat so far has been perfect, if not just a uh, a little bit unforgiving, only because um. Yeah, it's supposed to be tough. I know that. Well, I mean, that's like the, the fire. It, in. The, 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 those torches just felt like is super unfair. Whereas everything is like there's a dog that will come up to you and like bite you with the smallest window for you to dodge right after an encounter attack. Yeah. And that still all felt way better and fine to me, even though he would take that. He would he would end up getting me and biting me and everything. I as many times as I lost that little bout with the little dog. That torch thing is just driving me fucking nuts. <laughs> Maybe it's just the perception of power, where Maybe. you don't think the tower, the, the the torch is supposed to do that much to you, and it ends right. up like screwing you over a lot. Versus a dog who you think is like a strong animal, and it doesn't do as even, much. Or even even if it's not, just like I feel like the dog should at any point do more to me than a guy holding some little a tool. I think there's something about you that makes you susceptible to fire, specifically. I don't know. That's upsetting. And then if if that's the case, then why are they even holding any of those other bladed weapons? <laughs> why? Well, it's like in a movie where like you see some supernatural horror, and they're like, "All right, I got my gun. Let's do this." And it's like, right. "No, I have silver. Let's just kill it with this." I got silver, guys. It's silver. Like you know, you know what I mean? I guess I don't yeah. know. Maybe maybe they're just my own, but like I also. Like I said, kind of have a disdain for From Software uh, and their stuff because I've never liked the presentation to their things. Totally unbiased. Yeah, and <laughs> no, then and then actually giving it a fair try, I I did probably like four or five hours of it that day, yeah. and so it's not like I only popped it in for a couple of hours, and that's that's it. Like, ah, oh, so it's what, frustrating. Okay, so you don't think it's worth a sixty dollar buy? I mean, it's not sixty dollars anymore, but you can. I mean, because you know what you're what you're getting into with these with these titles. I personally think it's a bad game. I personally would not pay for it. But then again, it's it does kind of have some of that Nintendo hard aesthetic to it. If that's what you're going for, you already know what From Software is going to give you. Yeah. Then the game, this game right here, Bloodborne, professionally, like it looks like a better game than to than the Dark Souls games. They basically have no UI, don't tell you how to do anything, or didn't at first, which is what really drove me away from from software. Yeah. So you had to figure out literally basic functionality of the game needed to be figured out. I think it's where the Nintendo thing comes in where it's like they don't teach you everything. You have to like figure it out, trial and error, die over and over. I again. I I guess maybe I've I always thought that the Nintendo hard thing just came from the difficulty of the game itself, not necessarily those weird antique um antiquated or yeah it's antiquated but i don't know what the other word is that they stick to these things i don't know either way uh so if, if you, you had to buy it right now how much would you pay for it oh uh, if i had to buy it i wouldn't want to i <laughs> fucking um un- like it would be unfair to not say that it is a full price title yeah. you know but it's I, also not something for you definitely not for me i personally like you have to be a fan of the series definitely Okay. You have so to be a fan if, of the genre. If you enjoyed Dark Souls 1, 2, 3, Demon Souls, would you pay 60 bucks for this? 
I could imagine so. Yes. Okay. This is weird. This is a weird. I've never. I've not Having ever talked the game like this so much because I just would absolutely. It's not for you, but you understand could, why. It's well, if liked. no, like if I could go back in time, I would have slapped some one of these designers and told them this is not good. <laughs> this is not good. You you looked up what addiction is and are figuring out how to take advantage of that. I feel like they just take advantage of the same loop. Uh, Overwatch with their loot boxes. Or, or mobile games more oh, specifically mobile At mobile phone not... games i feel like they're just taking that addiction loop and that's all that they th- these monsters look amazing the first three times and then are just generic <laughs> as hell after that yeah uh the sounds that they make are all just like you can intersperse randomize the sounds that any one of these demons make for the other they are all just okay does it sound bassy throaty and disgusting uh does the animal actually look good or you know gnarled and disgusting? Okay, check. It, it's meeting these these criteria. It like really quickly you see or like just like a do these guys' armors look a little weird? Okay, check mark. Now they can be an enemy in uh, Dark Souls. Okay, like like that's that. It's just a different criteria for the monsters on Bloodborne. I it's, I don't know. I mean, I got a lot of weird mixed feelings <laughs> about this game. I don't understand why it's a triple a title but also i can't take away the fact that it's a triple a title yeah you un- <clears throat> all right seems like you got mixed feelings about this one but uh if you enjoy the game i guess it's worth a buy if you freaking like these terrible games then yeah go buy them it's the same <laughs> terrible game with a brand new freaking uh a costume on but although even the mechanics are a little different it's faster if you get hurt you can even attack to get some of that health back which right. i really enjoyed about this one versus Dark Souls, Demon Souls, where it's just, no, you got hit. That's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, I tried it. I enjoyed it a lot more than Demon Souls or Dark Souls. Uh, so keep that in mind if you didn't enjoy those. If you if you kind of enjoyed Dark Souls, then it's too much. Supposedly, Bloodborne is the more accessible of the the recent releases. Seems that way. Um, so, yeah, maybe you want to give that a shot. It's an older game, so it's already going to be less. So I think I think it's worth your money if you even kind of enjoyed Dark Souls. Yeah, uh, but oh. if you know if you are like already hesitant or apprehensive about games that are just hard for the sake of being hard, skip this. Skip it. It's not. Maybe if you want to watch some cinematics or learn about the lore, then get on Google and do some searching. Because yeah, playing it. Also, if you're the kind that doesn't want to play because it's too hard, good luck finding the lore and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> you have to dig even deeper for that stuff, and yeah. That I don't, I I don't, I don't, it's not that I don't see any reason for this game existing. I don't see any reason for people enjoying this game this much. And then even finding out all this stuff this hard. Because back when this was a Nintendo hard thing, it was like five dudes that you might have known who knew everything about those particular Nintendo hard games. You know? Yeah. It was, it wasn't a wildfire thing that I don't know. I don't know how the hell this caught like wildfire. I'm wondering if those older games would have been as popular. If the internet, like was if you around. were if you were to just re-release it or remake it, and like maybe the same idea and then redo that, I don't know, I don't know. I I I just strongly feel the whole risk reward thing, like I'm I'm over a lot of that stuff, as like like in my age now, like I'm not so susceptible to stupid bright lights exactly. And without that rush, I'm just seeing all the garbage that's that's in front of me between. Between the point that I get respawned and the point where the only thing I give a shit about is at, like, the time that I've wasted is a lot more valuable than the than the stuff that I left at that pit. And so that's just totally killing this whole 
even the potential for me to get to start the addiction loop on it. Yeah. And I feel that that's all they're taking advantage of with these games. And that's all that happens is that, all right, make this, make it cost something, make that cost determined by the, the, uh, player themselves so it's self-inflicted which makes it even more interesting yeah and ad nauseum repeat <laughs> all right well that was bloodborne and you also played outlast right yeah i wanted to talk more about it i didn't know i was going to get so angry with bloodborne to talk <laughs> about that so much yeah but uh and then on top of that i only got to do about maybe two and a half hours so first impressions then first i'm I, I like what i'm playing um some of the stuff May, like again, I'm gonna bring up the fact that, like you know, I've I'm not so it's not so easy to I don't fall so easy for the little quick things. There were a couple of jump scares that were getting me at first in this game, but I really quickly figured out where they're gonna happen. And even when the one the new jump scares that they threw out at me, yeah, they weren't getting me anymore. Like I kind of like immediately like shielded up for them. Not even shielded up. They just stopped being you mentally so mentally fortified. Yeah. And okay. mm-hmm. I uh, hate bit used hard in well, mind. I mean, uh, <laughs> even with FNAF, though, like when you know Foxy's running at the door. The only FNAF that, well, what were you going to say? It still scares you? It still like makes you jump. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's still, my heart's still pounding, but it'll, it's going to take a little while before I completely like am still just sitting in my chair and I'm like, oh, damn it. He got me again. Okay, yeah. Rather than, you know, actually jumping. Uh, this game right here, the first couple of times, got me damn good. The, the 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 jump scares, when they got me, they got me way better than most jump scares ever did. But again, they only happened a couple of times. And once they started repeating them in the two and a half hours that I played them, yeah. they kind of uh, have lost their, their effect on Their me. edge. So the story I'm liking so far, how it's delivered through the notes that you find and... The gameplay itself so far, I remember reading some stuff about maybe battery management was going to be frustrating. So far, I think maybe I've been just fumbling a little too much, and I, that hasn't been a, an issue for me yet. Okay. But, yeah. Well, our first episode, we talked about an update about batteries. Was it about, uh, I think, was it this game? or uh, About how, I think, oh, it had to be, because Outlast 2, was. I don't think yet. it was out yet. So, huh. the thing is, I don't know what version I have. Yeah, anyway, okay, that's weird. But okay, at least it's not as uh, big a deal as you thought it was going to be. In any case, definitely definitely very much like worth whatever it is right now. It's not going to be full price. It's I think it was 30 to start with. Nice. I didn't even know that cuz it, it feels like it's a full price. I think you like can get all 3 for in a like bundle? 30 bucks. Nice. And it's uh, Outlast, Outlast Whistleblower, which is kind of an expansion add on for this one. the first one. And then Outlast 2. Yeah, for what it is, though, and and I mean, I, I say that like it's less than a, any full game, and so far, the fact that it has no combat has not made it any less of a game. So far, it's still, it's 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 basically a puzzle game instead, you know, with a very 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 nice, very scary dark presentation to it. Yeah. Um. I'm not going to say a whole lot more about it because, like I said, I've only done two and a half hours. But thus far, great beginning that hooks you in. Yeah. And uh, the only reason I stopped playing is because I needed to take a break and get something to eat and stream something else. Yeah. All right. So it sounds like that's worth it so far. We'll uh, talk more about that next week. Yeah. I'll be playing um, more of it this week on Fearfield Fridays on the YouTube channel. Cool. GameGo.YouTube.com uh, slash GameGo Livestream. Or just search any combination of GameGo and YouTube now. Yeah, and the game we're playing. We'll we'll show up now. 
Take Sweet. that SEO. <laughs> uh, and I played a lot of Destiny from like Wednesday on to yesterday even. Before I came over here, I was playing Destiny. Uh, it has absorbed my life and all that matters, and I'm okay <laughs> with it. The game is better. Okay, so Destiny 1, I understand why people were upset with it. It was not complete at launch. Quote, the unquote. First game. There was a lot of grind, which wasn't always fun, and it was frustrating. This game... They, I'm sorry. They added story. They added... You know, the fun. The, the important thing was finding the fun. I know one, one thing that they mentioned was that exotic weapons and armor are very special. They're You can only have one of them, one of each, an armor and a weapon equipped. And they have special effects. They look super cool. And a lot of people apparently never found one because in the original <laughs> game because they were harder to find. Okay. Oh, okay. In Destiny 2, by the time you finish the story and level up to 20, you're going to have two. And they're not going to be super strong by the time you get to you know, a higher power level, but you can always break down other items to get them stronger, to bring them up to that level. And they're cool. They're a good first, like, this is what the game is. You go through missions, you get rewarded with just some of the coolest looking armor I've seen in a Destiny game. Just frankly put, it feels like every, well, most aspects of the game are a lot better and it feels a lot more rewarding just to go through the story, which is actually good now. The last cutscene had me like jaw dropped. I was like, oh my God, these are the people that made Halo for sure. Um, the last game, the story was just kind of scattered everywhere at first and it didn't make a whole lot of sense. And even now, I think going back to the initial part of the story in the first game, it's not great. It doesn't motivate you and it's kind of convoluted <laughs> and weird. Um the expansions had better story, but th- this Destiny 2 is definitely uh, worthy of uh, that, too, <clears throat> I think. Uh, the raid's going up tomorrow. Trials of the Nine is going up Friday. There's something called the Faction Rally uh, in, in like two, three weeks. I'm excited to see what that is because it has the emblem for Dead Orbit, Future War Cult, and New Monarchy. So far, they haven't been present in the game, although they do have areas designated to them. Dead Orbit was my favorite faction of the three, so um, when the faction rally comes up, I'll probably mention it. Uh, and we're probably going to get a written review from Zenitram. He wrote the review for us for Lawbreakers on the website on GameGoPodcast.com. Check that out. It's pretty good. Uh, and yeah, that's, so far, the game just seems better in every way. The one gripe I have is Shaders. That's actually been kind of a point of contention across social media. So before Shaders, you could change the outfit, the colors of your whole outfit so that it's all one matching thing. Uh, and that's kind of in case you like this armor and this armor and this armor, the default colors on them are just completely disparate and you're going to look like a hobo just grabbed whatever you could <laughs> and put it on. Um, with the shader though, it would like, okay, now it's all like lime green and purple, you know, or bright, bright fluorescent blue, uh, like, like one of the raid shaders was, and you could keep the shader. You can unequip it, put it somewhere else. If you deleted it, you can get it from your collection. You would earn all these shaders and this is my collection. I can pick out whatever one I want, put it on, show it off to friends and stuff. It was very cool. Now shaders are a consumable item. You earn them, but you get like five of them at a time. But once you use it on something, it's gone. Uh, that wouldn't be such a big deal, except now you can put it on your Sparrow, which is like your speeder bike, your ship, your guns, your ghost. Now there are 11 slots for you to put a shader in. And now they're consumable and you don't have a collection, which I think is... Probably the worst part to me, because I would like to be able to say, look at all these shaders that I got. They're all cool. Like, this one makes me shimmery. This one makes me look camouflaged. Um, and 
they did say this is so people get motivated like, oh, this is how you earn that shader. I'm going to go do that activity because I want to earn it. But I still would like the ability to show off what I had. Or now I can't be like, look at this cool shader I had, put it on. Now like I can take it off and lose it or I can just keep it on. And especially now because we're still earning better and better armor, what I put it on now might not even last in an hour. I might, it might, I might find something better. Oh, okay. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Um, I just, I would love to be able to, uh, my idea was like. It's a lot of commitment for just something that is visual. Yeah. Um, that sucks. Yeah. My idea was, was to have them locked, you can earn it and then you can purchase it for in-game money once you have one of it. But uh, we'll see what Destiny, what Bungie does. They they already kind of put their foot down on it, and hopefully that's not the final word because it it sucks. Uh, that's odd too to be so strict about again something that's just visual. It it was a big step backwards. It was a lot simpler and easier, uh, and it kind of sucks that they now are are going backwards on this. What I feel, you know. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And a lot of the game is basically expressing the character that you want. Like I want this armor because it looks cool. Um, but now it's. It, it it's limiting a bit and uh i would love to be able to pick whatever color like i i have a red helmet with a black visor i look like a power ranger okay. i want to put all the red on all on of everything else of, uh, so you can armor. continue that motif yeah right. but uh i can't because i don't have any more of the shader so that's uh unfortunate right uh i don't know if bungie will do something about it i feel like they probably will at some point though there's going to be some sort of concession but we'll talk about that when it happens uh for now though let's move on to stuff that's not out yet and potentially isn't disappointing all right so some of the one of the first games coming out that i'm excited for is on wednesday september 13th it's called cook serve delicious 2 with two exclamation points after that i don't know why this game looks so damn appealing (laughs) yeah it's for pc it's coming to ps4 later uh but wednesday is, is the pc release um you're basically just running your own restaurant or something right it's, uh, like the description says, an intense restaurant simulator. It looks like a lot of macro or micromanaging, like the keys especially. Like, you yeah. even have to go to the bathroom and flush, sanitize, and then you're back on the line. Yeah, a bunch of, uh, I don't I don't even know what to call this kind of game. Just, you're given an order, it's in a queue, you need to handle every different order and every item in the queue is handled differently. Yeah. So, yeah, you just got to make sure you manage these things. Timing is involved with the uh, cooking of the burgers and and dishes, whereas, you know, something like boiling time or or bake time might be involved with some other ones. You can leave that. So many different things to to manage. It looks intense. Look up a a video of it. I, I, it. I, you'd be hard pressed not to immediately feel like you want to play that game right now and right here and now. Yeah, that's definitely like the thing I'm most excited for this week. I think, which is weird, but yeah. Uh, and then we're also getting transcripted uh, coming to Xbox One and Don't Starve Together, the console version to Xbox One. Uh, Thursday, September 14th, you're getting an Earthlock Festival of Magic for the Wii U. Yeah, Wii U. I'm surprised it's still. I have no have... idea what that game is, and yeah. I don't know if I want to. Uh, Switch is getting a couple of games. Kingdom New Lands. That's on uh, like iPhone and computer. It's a pretty cool game about like building up defenses, earning money every day that you survive, and it's all like very retro uh, con- uh, graphics. Semispheres mm-hmm. for Switch. That looks like a puzzle game. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, some kind of symmetrical. Do you have two orbs that you're controlling the spheres and you on work- either half of the screen, and they move symmetrically? You have yeah, you have to have them work together to get things going happening on one side of the puzzle that don't happen on the other side. Yeah, uh, buggy buggy racing coming to Switch and Pan Pan, a tiny big adventure, which looks kind of cool. That's like a 
Monument Valley puzzle style game, right? Yeah. Um, you were singing the, about the, that. Yeah, the aesthetic looks very much like Monument Valley. It kind of just at top down instead. Yeah, isometric, I think it was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, it looks pretty cool. Uh, might check that out. And then Baja Edge of Control. <laughs> which, by the title... It's not about fish. Which, I don't know if maybe Baja... I don't know. It's a it's a truck racing game, it looks like. Coming to Xbox One and PS4. Uh, that's it for Thursday. Friday, September 15th, we're getting Metroid Samus Returns. <laughs> yeah, M- M- uh, NBA 2K18 coming to Switch, Xbox One, and PS4. Dishonored. You know, I'm sorry. Samus Returns coming to 3DS. Uh, Dishonored. Death of the Outsider is coming to Xbox One, PC, PS4, and NBA Live 18 is coming to uh, Xbox One and PS4. And then Tuesday next week on uh, on the 19th, um, NBA 2K18 is going to be coming to PC. F- uh, yeah, that's getting a later release. Okay. Uh, Binding of Isaac Afterbirth Plus is coming to PS4, and Marvel Marvel vs. Capcom, Capcom Infinite, Infinite is coming to uh, Xbox One and PS4. There's a lot of different versions of uh, Binding of Isaac out now. I think... You know? There's there's a the regular one, Rebirth and Afterbirth, and I think the updates kind of just make it seem like it's a new game every time. Ah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it for us this week. If you have any questions you want to hear us talk about some specific game or piece of news, you can email us at gamegopodcast at gmail.com uh, or comment on one of the videos that we have up in uh, on YouTube at youtube.com slash gamegolivestream. Comment um, on our website, gamegopodcast.com, and Twitter. We're on we're on Twitter at GameGo11. Game we so. are all over the place. You can reach us in so many different ways. So if you have absolutely any questions, comments, suggestions, uh, want to talk crap about us, <laughs> you have an, an infinite number of avenues to get to us. Yes. Uh, this uh, in the meantime, though, this is GameGo. I am Hey Hero. I'm Sonorous. Thank you guys very much for listening. Yeah, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>